Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. There's nothing like a crisis to demand a new approach to old habits, particularly if the old habits were counterproductive and dragging your business down fast. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Many in business know only too well what it's like to have their back to the wall, particularly over the last 12 months, with COVID-19 shaking too many industries to the core. Former business leader and now business advisor, Brian Sands, learned to adopt a leaner and smarter way of doing business during that last economic downturn, the global financial crisis. As the managing director and major shareholder of a construction company, he was staring down the barrel of insolvency when the GFC hit. And he shares his lessons in his new book, Stop the Bleeding. Brian Sands tells Chris Ashmore how he managed to turn things around and grow his $34 million business to $100 million by thinking and doing everything differently. My strategy was quite simply to pick up one large project every year. So we stick to the knitting, pick up one large project every year, and we go and find some skills to suit that. So we go to the next level up and we bring those skills into our business. And we'd have one large project and we'd keep doing that year on year, but that escalates pretty quickly. So all of a sudden you go from doing $5 million projects and one of 15 to $10 million projects and one of 30. So it was this incremental growth. So there was divergent strategies really. So it was business as usual, there was a bit of growth, there was some expansion, there was some partnership ideas. I guess my advice is, and especially more so even today, one tunnel or one funnel to what your end game is, is probably going to get you nowhere. Right. Now, you've written a book about your experience and your, your, your business experience. It's called Stop the Bleeding. Yeah. Why the title of that book and why did you write it? Well, the title was back in the uh, post-GFC period for us when we went, as I say, from a $450,000 problem to $5 million over about six weeks. And my CFO, a few times thereafter when the pressure had cooled down, he said, can you just stop saying we've got to stop the bleeding? So obviously it was something that was top of mind for me. And look, I still use it to this day. We were bleeding cash. $5 million was leaving the business very quickly. The subtitle of my book is about thinking and doing everything differently. And I was taught to see, think, plan and act differently. So what I used to do very analytically is break down my decisions into seeing, thinking, planning and acting differently. And it's hard to get your mind into that. However, fundamentally, it took the academic complexity out of strategy and crisis management for me. Different thinking creates different doing. I know that sounds quite simple, but I think that was the really fundamental thing for me. And why I wrote the book is that let's simplify this. There's a lot of other people like me who started off as a carpenter, a builder, and uh, a bit of education thereafter. But how do you dumb it down, I guess, for want of a better explanation? You write in your book about the importance of knowing your numbers. Do you have any strategies for businesses to know their numbers? Yeah, look, numbers is the most important thing. Well, one of the most important things. And if I was going to use a construction analogy, A construction manager is no longer just focused on or knowing that you've got to dig the hole before you pour the concrete. It's also more importantly about financial leadership. Margins are thin, cash flows are constrained, supply chains are under pressure. So if you don't have this broader awareness, 
it could be coming your way before you know it. So we all talk about disruption and pace of change and there's many moving parts in business operations and all of them or most of them have this financial dependency. So I think to stay on top of the numbers, there's a couple of really important components. Firstly, it's about people. People are your ultimate enablers. So capability is key. Be prepared to make some tough decisions around your people. And secondly, it's about information. Internal and external data producing measurable information. The world, according to you, is actually not going to take you where you need to be. Funny that. <laughs> Thirdly, we talk about systems and processes. That's fundamental as well, but it's not only producing whatever colourful report you need, but it's also that the system and process that will forecast or support your forecasting and enable you to see where it is you're going by when. And I think talking systems and processes and information and people, but also the business owner really needs to be hands-on and hands-in. In relation to data is all about forecasting and it's the business owner who can really sense test whether that's relevant or not. Mm. What questions do you suggest business owners ask themselves when it comes to cost management? I think really it's, are we lean and mean without compromising the value that we are adding to our customers? Simply cutting headcount won't work. For example, what needs to happen by when for either the bleeding to stop, using the book analogy, or for our performance to lift? What is the end game? Cost management is absolutely fundamental, but what is your end game? To what extent are we restructuring the cost base to sustain our purpose? You've got to have a compelling reason for being in business, and so to what extent will that be impacted? And I've spoken about people. Have we retained capability? How do you know that you're restructuring the right areas in the right sequence with the right people for the optimum outcome, not just cutting headcount? I think partnership's very key to all of this as well. I mean, cost management is not about an isolated business proposition. What is my supply chain partnership strategy would be a question I would Are our bankers aligned? Are there other people that we can align ourselves with? That was business advisor, Brian Sands. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B-Daily tomorrow. Follow at B-E-Daily podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.